Hello gearheads. Hey, this is Greg Stanley and welcome to another Auto Sausage where we grind automotive awesomeness into a brief but satisfying podcast. These are getting longer as I have fun and cool stuff to share with everyone. So today we're going to do a deep dive into the five cars I've posted that are coming up for sale at the RM Sotheby's Fort Auction, <laughs> Fort Auction, Fort Lauderdale Auction on March the 29th through 30th that are part of the Auto Auction Auction game. So the winner of this game will be announced at the start of the podcast that we posted on April the 8th. You can go to my website, learnfromothers.org, click on the Auto Sausage tab to see the winners prior, or the winner prior to that. So uh, more on that in a second. But first, I wanted to share a few places I visited this week while I was traveling to trade shows selling candy in the Northeast. So what was interesting is I had to fly up to Providence, had to lay over in Atlanta, and I get on the plane, and there's a guy with a Ford racing jacket right next to me across the aisle. So we start talking, and super nice guy. I didn't catch his name, but turns out he owns like nine dealerships up in New England. And I got the impression that three of them were big, and one of them was Ford. And he races the Ford Mustang Cobra Jet. And he was just coming back from the Gator Nationals in Gainesville, Florida. So he showed me some really cool pictures. Had a great conversation while we're on the plane. Uh, love to actually, I should have gotten his business card, but super nice guy. And I asked him about the new 2020, I believe, Ford Shelby GT500 that's coming out. How many they were getting? He said they were only getting two, which surprised me. One of them, his boys, who I guess are running the business now, they were going to keep, and the other one they were going to sell. And I asked him what color, and he did not know offhand. So, anyways, it was a kind of a neat kind of conversation on the plane. But when I was driving around New England, I had to go up north of Boston and I dropped by one of my favorite places, Copley Motor Cars, or Copley? I think it's Copley. Anyways, it was a really cool place. I posted stuff from Copley in the past. They tend to specialize in Defender 90s, Land Rover Defenders. They had a bunch of those outside. You can go to my Instagram handle, Auto Sausage, and check out the pictures. Some really cool Land Rovers outside. And I've noticed, I've taken it taking a strong turn into 911. So inside, in the back, they had some cool stuff. And I posted on Instagram, they had a no pictures please sign on the back door. And I asked, could I take pictures? And Adam said, yeah, sure. There's nothing special back there. And so I walk in the back. First off, I can see a Porsche 959 from the office. So I'm like, all right, nothing special. There's a Porsche 959 back there. And next to it is a Ferrari F50 for $3.5 million. And then there's a bunch of really cool 911s. There's a 74 dark green four-door Mercedes that I fell in love with, selling it for 42 grand. It's all original, 55,000 miles or so. Something crazy like that. So again, check out All the Sausage on Instagram to see some more of these pictures, some really cool stuff. The one that blew my mind, there was a Ferrari up front. It was like a 1955, or no, 1958 racer. Carol Shelby drove it. In a race back in the day, it was a Ferrari, blah, 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 blah. I can't remember all the different names. I think it was a 375. Really cool car. I asked him what the price was, and he said 18, I think it was $18.3 million. <laughs> so it's not often you get to see one of those. If you go to their website, I think it says, please inquire. So you've got to imagine anything over a million dollars. They probably don't have it advertised out there, but really cool. Adam was super awesome. Hopefully he'll be a guest on my other website, uh, podcast, Learn From Others, here shortly. So check out the pictures. 
Uh, stay tuned for next week's podcast where I go over a few other places I visited. I went to Wayne Carini's place at F40 Motorsports. So I got a behind-the-scenes tour there. And then there was a Kia dealership that has something really special on the back. So you'll see pictures on Auto Sausage on Instagram, but not until after the podcast. So stay tuned for that. So how does the auction game work? Well, basically, I picked five cool cars that are coming up at one of the next auctions. In this particular case, it's the RM Sotheby's auction in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, like I said before, the end of March. And you go online at learnfromothers.org, go to the Auto Sausage tab, and it will prompt you to fill out the answer. So you just basically need to say, how much do you think each one of these cars will sell for? And I will take your total amount, and what is the difference from the actual sales price Whoever's the lowest wins. So now if an item does not sell, if a car does not sell, I'll take the price that it was bidded up to and published by the auction company. So if the reserve was $100,000, it sold for $90,000. $90,000 is the dollar amount that we're working on. So for example, if you if it sold for 90 grand, you said it sold for 100 grand, you're $10,000 over. The next car, it says it spells for 90 grand. You think it sells for 80 grand, you're $10,000 under, so you're flat, you're at zero. So I will recap this, and the prizes are going to get better and better and better. Right now, the prizes is candy, gum, and beef jerky from my trade shows, but it's all good stuff. But in the future, it should get pretty nice. I've already I've secured four different sponsors, and some of this stuff will include uh, some car care products, some outdoor grilling products. So... More to come on that. Keep track on the website. Keep track. Sign up for my newsletter. Keep track with these podcasts. And we'll keep on growing up these prizes so that your awesome ability to guess the hammer price of cool cars at auctions will be rewarded for free with some prizes. So anyways, let's dig into some of these uh, these five cars I have coming up. So the first one we have is the 19 I'm sorry the 2015 Ferrari LaFerrari worst name in the world lot 3094 the auction estimate is 3.2 to 3.5 million dollars is one of only 499 built a massive 949 horsepower this particular one is yellow and it has just under 600 miles from new I'm sorry it's an eye-catching Gallardo Modena which is yellow with a black interior and Haggerty value is interesting because if you go to the 2015 cars, Haggerty only has the LaFerrari, the Porsche 918, and the McLaren P1, which is pretty interesting. So Haggerty, number one condition, which is what this car is, values it at $3.9 million. Now remember, the estimate is 3.2 to 3.5. I think I had, that has a lot to do with the yellow color. I just don't think folks want yellow as much as they do a red or a black. So what's the trend line for this car? The three-year trend is it peaked in May of 2018, then it lost about 12% of its value, and it's been flat since with a slight increase. So the two past sales are 3.2 million to 3.3, but both of those cars were red. So because of this, I'm going to peg this one at $3.1 million. I think the yellow hurts. I think red it would probably be 3.3 to 3.4, which would fall in their range. But I think it's going to miss the low estimate of 3.2, and it's going to sell at 3.1. So the second car is the 1966 Batmobile Recreation, lot number 3050. 
So this is an interesting car. The auction estimate was one hundred to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's some from some guy's collection. I guess if you know if you're well known as a collector and you have a high standard, it will bring you more money. And let's see, it has a Ford V8 engine, automatic transmission. It's built on a 1977 Lincoln chassis, which I don't think really helps the argument here. And it has a bunch of cool bat accessories like the bat phone and the bat sonar and the bat radar and the bat whatever. It actually looks pretty good. Haggerty does not have a value on this car for obvious reasons. It's a one-off replica car, but it's decent. Uh, I would say the condition is number two. It's not a concourse car. I notice it has Mustang seats from like a 1966, 65 Mustang. It has Ford badging on the outside, which I think was just horrendous. And it has a Barris custom badge as well. And I just think that totally takes away from the look of the car. I don't know why they did that. And something just feels off with this Batmobile. It's just not quite right. I had a chance to see the original Batmobile at the Barrett-Jackson showroom slash dealership in Sedona, Arizona a few years ago, right after they had bought it for $5.5 million. And what was interesting is the pinstriping, the bright neon orange pinstriping that is so awesome. It looked like a three-year-old applied it. It was horrendous. It looks great on camera because you're not up close, but you see that sucker up close and it looked really, really bad. So anyways, this particular car, the auction estimate is 100 to 150. I'm going to guess that it's going to miss the estimate. I think it's going to be bidded up to $87,000 and we will see how correct I am. So the third car is a 1940 Lincoln Zephyr three-window coupe, lot 3026. Now, if you go to Haggerty Valuation Tools, they actually don't go prior to 1945, which I thought was interesting. But the auction estimate is $100,000 to $125,000. It has a flathead V12 engine, three-speed manual transmission. Picture that, a three-speed with a V12. That's just nuts. It's a nice car. It's black with a red maroon interior. Uh, it was upgraded to 12-volt electronics, and so there's no value on this car. It looked like a number two condition car. Really, really cool car. I just don't think this is a car that is trending up. I think this is a car that is trending down. So the auction estimate is $100,000 to $125,000. I'm going to say it's going to go bid it, be bidded up to $92,000. It's going to miss the low estimate. All right, so the fourth car is the 1991 Nissan Twin Turbo, lot 3007. Now this is interesting because this is this trend is up on this car. This is uh, an estimate of thirty dollars to $40,000. This is offered from the Young Timers Collection, which is a play on the Old Timers word, name, word, whatever. So this has the 300 horsepower, 3.0 liter twin turbo V6 with a five-speed manual transmission. If you have the automatic, you have to take 15% off the value of the car. It's black with charcoal leather interior, which I think is a pretty good color. I think red is actually the better color for this car. It has less than 3,000 miles. It has a T-tops, Bose radio with cassette. So great car all around. So they're saying 30,000 to 40,000. The Haggerty value number one condition is 34.9. The three-year trend is extremely strong, strongly up, upward trajectory. There's been a 46% increase in the last 12 months and a recent sell of a 1996, a much newer model with about the same miles, but it was red, sold for $53,000. So I think they're lowballing this car. 
the projected auction estimate is 30 to 40 grand. I'm going to peg it at $46,000. So I think it's going to exceed the high estimate of 40 grand and sell for $46,000. So our last car is actually a truck. So it is a 1995 Land Rover Defender 90, lot 3064. The auction estimate is 100 to $140,000. It's got the V8 3.9 liter, five-speed manual transmission. It's got the convertible top. It's a, like a dark forest green, really cool truck. Actually love this truck. The things, the issues I have with it is that they upgraded it with a aftermarket snorkel. They did LED lights for the headlights and turn signals. I just, it just feels wrong. It's not totally stock. I think the projection is for a totally stock car. They say it's uh, one of about 1,200 North American specific Defender 90s for that year, which sounds like it's a collectible, but I don't think it really is. And the place I mentioned earlier, Copley Motor Cars up outside of Boston, they have a bunch of these for sale or, or ones that are even rarer. So they have a 1997 limited edition one for sale. It was limited to 300. And they have a sticker price on a couple of these for about $104,000. So they're, they're projecting $100,000 to $140,000. I think it's not that rare. I think the LED lights will kill it. Not kill it. I don't think that helps it. And I think the tires are really weird. They're really super knobby, kind of weird looking. So I also would say it's a number two condition. So the low estimate's hundred grand. i am going to say it's going to miss and hit $92,000. So I think I just called... Four of the five are going to miss the low estimate, which kind of speaks a little bit to the car collecting hobby at this point. Trends are down kind of across the board. So if you've got something cool, you might want to hang on to a little while. If you have an Asian car from the 1980s to 1990s, uh, you might want to hang on to it because it's, it's going up in value. Also, some of the 80s cars, such as the Fox Body Mustangs, are going up significantly as well. So, well, thank you again for joining me for this. Uh, we'll see how accurate I am. Uh, the next, like I said, the next podcast, I'll cover Wayne Carini's place as well as the Kia dealership and maybe a couple other things. So we will talk to you all next week. See you.